This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Why the fuck would you want to punch a monkey, dude? Because the baboons told me to. <laughs> they were like, you'll see this album here, there's a bitch. So now you're <laughs> taking orders from your baboon overlords? Is that what's happening? We were bonding. Why are you so well-armed at the office? What are you expecting me? You work in fucking Buckhead, dude. What the, why are you so well-armed? Are you afraid of rich white people? What the fuck's wrong with you? Because I asked and they said yes. Boots. Gangster apes and bodyguard baboons. Things get weird over here now that I'm older, folks. Oh, my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So me and my wife have had a bank account together since pretty early in our relationship. I'm one of those crazy people that needs to look at the bank account almost every day to keep up with the finances, and he just kind of abides the madness when it comes to this. We had been with the same bank forever, and without naming any names, it rhymes with Bells Margo, our old bank got into a little trouble recently, and we decided we were going to take an account that we've had together for over 16 years and move everything over to a credit union. Now, we heard from everyone that credit unions were the way to go. Our friends and family that had them would sing their praises. They give you great rates on savings, great rates on car loans, excellent customer service, you're going to get a free motorcycle, and on and on. Well, we didn't really get a motorcycle, but we decided we were going to take the plunge after everything we'd heard, and we were going to leave Bells Margo behind and head for the wide open spaces of credit union. And obviously things were going to be roses and butterflies when we moved over. Besides, don't most bank accounts and credit unions make it really easy to switch? The answer is no. Not only no, an emphatic hell no. It was a shit show. As far as I'm concerned, unless your bank is selling loans out of the back of a car and doing illegal shit like ours was, keep your money where it is. Moving banks is just as fucked up as moving your house. So after we got all the moving done, after we got all the shit show passed with moving our money over and everything like that, we're finally credit union people. We're paying bills. We're doing direct deposit. And after about three months, we decide we're going to take a trip to Puerto Rico for my 40th birthday. And as soon as we start planning, we realize that they use the American dollar. People speak English there. So we don't have to learn a new language. We don't have to get anything exchanged money-wise. It was going to be perfect. And it was. This was before all the hurricanes hit. And we got to see amazing sights. We got to see wild horses. We ate amazing food. Went to beautiful beaches. It was just an amazing time. We spent a week there. But after all the fun, all the food, all the beaches, all the horses, it was finally time to come home. So on the way to drop off the rental car, we stopped to fill it up with gas because, you know, they're crazy about that shit when you get it there. Oh, we had three quarters of a tank. You have only a half a tank. It's going to cost you $300. So we pull into the gas station. And in our family, my wife doesn't ever have to pump gas if I'm in the car. So I decide to get out and pump it. The sign on the pump says pay inside. So I walk into the gas station, not thinking anything of it, with my credit union debit card in my pocket that I've been using without any problems for the last three months since we switched, and especially for the entire last week in Puerto Rico with no issues. And as I had done a million times before, I hand the nice Puerto Rican lady my card, and she runs it. And then I notice her doing something behind the counter, and she gets this puzzled look on her face. And then she's doing something else. She keeps this puzzled look on her face. And then finally she says, "Um, Sir, your card was declined. Do you have another one I could run? Now, knowing I have money in the bank because we'd saved up for this magical trip, I demand she run it again. And she looks at me with her best, what the fuck do you think I just did? And says, sir, I ran it three times. 
Lucky for me, I had some cash I can hand her for the little bit of gas we got. But as I go to the car, I'm already halfway through trying to get my bank account app to open up, thinking, nah, everything's fine. I don't have a plane to catch in three hours and stuff I need to pay for between here and there. There has to be some perfectly logical explanation. And my new credit union that has the great rates on loans, great rates on cars, gave me the free motorcycle that everyone told me is amazing, is going to get this fixed. It's going to be fine. We're credit union people. So as I open the app, finally get into it, nope, can't log in. Now I'm furiously typing the numbers for the customer service line at my credit union, and the rep was really nice as she told me there was nothing that she could do. There was a nationwide computer issue, and our money was hidden behind this wall of computers. And no, there was no ETA on when we would be able to get access to our money, but she assured me in the best I have no idea what the hell is going on voice that she was very sorry for my inconvenience. Were we hacked? No, we weren't hacked, but just every computer in the nation is down right now and we're not going to be able to get you your money. Now I'm in a full-on panic. We got to pay for baggage. We got to pay for lunch. I had to pay for my son and his girlfriend's lunch because they ran out of money. We're in fucking Puerto Rico, a foreign country, and after a few minutes of this miniature panic attack, bordering on a heart attack, complete with a lot of cussing and wondering why the hell we ever switched to a credit union, one of the people we were traveling with was nice enough to say, hey, I can give you some cash to get you through until we get you know, into America again. But there's never been a more hopeless feeling than being stranded in a foreign country with no money whatsoever and all of it being trapped in some sort of magical computer world. And the whole time, all I could think was, I bet Bells Margo's computers are still up right now. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Now That I'm Older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online, go to nowthatimolder.com or also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us like our badass Patreons, we're going to give right back to you. Remember, we just started Patreon-exclusive content, so go over to Patreon, sign up to become one of our patrons, and you can get your extra Now That I'm Older. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but that's at NTIOPod. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter and Family. Now, Potter and Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag, you're going to find our show as well as the Things Joe Hates podcast, the We Suck at Everything podcast, and the Alternative Facts Chicago podcast. And this week on episode 157, we're going to talk about cops calling the cops on themselves. We're going to talk about me going to a chateau and Kenny making all kinds of fun of that. And then later on, we're going to talk about Kenny having baboon bodyguards and having a gun in the seat. So check it out. We'll be right back. All right, ramblers, let's get rambling. So you want to talk about me going to Chateau Elan? Did you get any fisticuffs for these political discussions? No. Uh, it basically started out we went for um Because if you're at a place called Chateau Elan, you have to fight like with the arms up. <laughs> Like the old 30s style with your face at the back of your hand facing them and rolling your fists. <laughs> I believe you might have had to fence. And if you might was, have to call them a rapscallion. I believe they're um, a vagrant. You also could call them a vagrant. No, no vagrant should be a shot. <laughs> no, but if you came in trying to lure someone into fisticuffs. I don't let the poor people that close unless they're picking the grapes. <laughs> um, there wasn't any fisticuffs. There was no... Um, you know, we didn't do pistols at dawn or anything like that. But basically, it started out because Nikki's best friend was having her birthday party, and she was like, "We're going to do a wine tasting and a, and a wine tour and all this stuff." And um, your friend sounds lame. 
<laughs> well, it's adult fun, dude. It's fucking the shit you do when you become an adult. Well, there's still way more adult fun than wine tastings. I'm sorry. I'm just not that sold out yet. You're just a big fucking pussy Shooting when it comes to guns, wine. Uh, going to a show, maybe seeing something at the Fox. Instead of sitting in a fucking wine field trying to pretend like I'm fucking somebody I'm not. Dude, we weren't sitting in a wine field, number one. We were in a huge room fucking sitting there eating a... Um, this is like obviously a Valentine's-ish anniversary place, not a birthday party place. Well, it was... Um, it's like having your anniversary at Chuck E. Cheese. It's not what it's for. <laughs> but at the same time, if your birthday is in February, then why the fuck can't you go to Chateau Alain for your birthday? But anyway, we were... Uh, you we don't were, do Valentine's stuff on your birthday if your birthday's in February. Just like you tried to disassociate from Christmas as much as possible <laughs> if your birthday's in December. You don't want the two fucking linked together. Well, I know. Well, we sat there drinking our wine. We ate a, a nice cheese plate <laughs> and some hummus <laughs> with some pita chips. And so basically, you went to a really expensive version of going to Whole Foods for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Actually... Um, Spend way more than we would have um, from going to Whole Foods and just buying three bottles of wine. But still. This has new money written all over it. No, it's not new money. It was just basically going to hang out with her friend and shit. Uh, but then later on in the night, Nikki does what Nikki always did. Anytime we ever start drinking, Nikki just quietly disappears, looks over at me and says, I'm going to run to the room real quick. Nikki went to bed. And I get a text message back 20 minutes later going, oh, you're fine. Go ahead and hang out. I'm just, I'm just going to go lay down. I don't feel too good. And I'm like, babe, it's 930 the hell's wrong with you? She's like, the room started spinning. I had to go lay down. I'm like, you had four glasses of wine. That's it. Four glasses of wine. So yeah, that was, uh, and then I woke up this morning and I remembered that I had been in an intense political discussion with somebody, with a stranger, a dude that I've never met in my entire life whatsoever. I've never debated a stranger because I refuse to engage with strangers, but <laughs> do tell how this went. Well, I mean, at the same time, though, when you were drinking, when you were still out in bars drinking and shit like that, not only did you engage strangers, you there were was no than, debating going on. There was no, like, there was, hey, a lot of, there was a lot of you yelling at strangers, basically. I mean, <laughs> sometimes pushing strangers, um, <laughs> sometimes wrestling holds became involved. Exactly. So don't act like, you know, we got to go. Why? Can, can you put somebody in the gym? <laughs> Scorpion Deathlock Death again in the middle of the masquerade. No, <laughs> a security no. dragging Kenny out by the back of his arm. <laughs> I believe they are. We have they to never go. dragged me out. They had an understanding. I, yeah. I behave if they behave. They understand that you need to get the fuck out. No, I've never been thrown physically out of the masquerade. Ever. No, but I've had to escort you out plenty of times. I've been carried out because I couldn't walk. <laughs> I got way too drunk. Those are not the same nights as I, as, as me scuffling with people though. Usually. No, usually you get um, blackout drunk and you have a ride when you start scuffling with people. Yeah, scuffling is scuffling's a whole different drunk than blackout drunk. I'm awake for that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've been involved in some situations where you weren't very awake for you being... Um, Those are different experiences than the fighting nights. I'm amped up when I'm on a fighting night. You don't have to carry me any goddamn where. You're, you're amped up on a regular basis, dude. It's, it's just... You, you don't know that. But anyway, um, you wanted to talk about... Guys having girls' names. Just a minute. Well, ago. I'm not done talking about your fruity little adventure up to the wine country. That's yet. really all there was to tell. We went and had dinner. We had some wine. So you guys we went, went to a bar. This fancy ass place cost all this money. So Nikki go to bed at nine thirty. That is legitimately exactly what happened. <laughs> we went to a fancy place, had a fancy dinner, sat down. We're having like really great conversation with other people who are like, you know, we're, we're enjoying ourselves. This is like a real legitimate adult 
thing that we're doing. This sounds like an episode of the league. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> and, and, well, I wasn't having to sleep away or if sneak I had away. showed up to cause some kind of like <laughs> shenanigans to happen, it would have been an episode of the league. If you'd have shown up, we would have done like some sort of a, a heist um, to be able to try and uh, and make a trade or something like that in the league. Then yes, it would have been an episode of the league. But it legitimately just turned out to be. Instead, you just got into a fight with a stranger. I didn't get in a fight with a stranger. We ended up talking about, you know, the the state of the union and not the actual state of the union, but like the uh, the way that the country's being run and the things that are going on and stuff like that. And at more than one point, he was like, "Oh no, no, I'm not a Republican. I just happen to believe everything the Republicans say." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, well, I mean, if it walks like a duck, well, I mean, that's, kind of, that's kind of you and the Democrats." So, I mean. I mean, I'm not a registered Democrat or anything like that, but at the same time, like I, <laughs> you just agree with 90 percent of what the Democrats say. No, I don't agree with 90 percent of what the Democrats say whatsoever anymore. It's 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 gotten to a point now where it's like I don't really watch or keep up with enough politics it's, anymore. It's not that people don't believe the in their policies; me. people don't want to be associated with <laughs> with any, either of the parties because they're so fucking unpopular. <laughs> It, but they still have a stranglehold on our government, so we have to vote for one of the two of them. It's awesome. It really, really feels Yay, like um, democracy. It really feels like <laughs> you, you've got you can only choose from two of the ugliest girls you've ever met in so your entire like, life. I imagine in prison, it's like when you get to pick who fucks you. <laughs> I don't think can you get, get to you, make that decision. <laughs> can we get a call into your dad for an expert opinion on this? So do you get to pick the guy who rapes you? or I want you to ask my dad that if we ever have him only on the show. If, only on the phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> my dad will haul off. And be, I'm not going to say. What Did doing. anybody pick you to rape them? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I saw Nicky's picture. Yeah, my, my, my dad will be over here. My dad will be coming over here. Whether you want him to or not, he'll be driving here from wherever he is. Don't worry, I'll be armed. <laughs> well, I'm sure you will. He's fucking with your dad. He gets out of line. He's going to take one in the knee. <laughs> yeah, you lay there and think about it for a minute. You don't want to fight anymore, do you? Good job, Dennis. <laughs> I grew up with your, bro- with your brood. I know how to deal with you people. <laughs> You yeah. shot me in the goddamn leg. You're goddamn right, I did. <laughs> I'd shoot you in the other leg and get him wide again. <laughs> That's what I'm cats. You don't, start, you don't stop whining. I'm not calling an ambulance either. You can walk your ass to the hospital. <laughs> well, crawl or something. You can't really walk. Oh, man. I can't wait for my dad to get out so he could be a guest on the podcast for my for you to ask him the wrong thing and him to blow up at you. No, it's going to be you. You're going to ask him the wrong thing because you're going to get really comfortable. You're going to be like, oh, it's my dad. I can say something smart. And a whack. And I'm going to be commentating. I'm going to be adding. That's what I'm going to do is I'm going to add I'm gonna add to it. I'm going to instigate it. You know what Shane told me you did? That's how every, every question is going to start. You know what Shane told me you did to some cats? Is it true that you had Shane dispose of cat bodies you had shot? Because Shane told me you did. He told the world, actually. <laughs> this podcast is huge, especially in Japan. So there's a lot of Japanese people that know that like, you killed cats. Like PETA's trying to have you assassinated right now. PETA. Man, fuck PETA. Because of Shane. <sighs> so, yeah. My Shane dad's- told me that your wife threw you in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe him, but, you know, he, he was awfully hard trying to convince me, sir. <laughs> dude, that is still one of the best stories ever, dude. My dad got out of control. <laughs> my you, mom pushed told you, I brought that up at the Christmas party. And your mom was like, we got to keep him around. He knows too much. <laughs> dude, my mom told me dad was getting unruly and she pushed his ass in a closet. 
<laughs> sat on the bed, threw both feet up against the closet door. And so she had her ass on the bed and her feet on the door. And she was like, Dennis, you need to calm down. <laughs> and my dad's in the closet just... You know that he's going to get out and we're going to be hanging out one day and you're going to try to give him some of that chocolate milk beer bullshit you drink. You're going to get your dad drunk on real liquor and it's not made in the toilet for the first time. And he's going to get unruly and me and you and Steven are going to have to whoop his ass like he's Bo. Or throw him in, or throw him in a closet. That'll end, that's probably how we'll end it. But I mean, we're going to have to go how did, how did have to Charlie Murphy on his legs like they did. How uh, how was the first time hanging out with your dad? Well, he ended up in a closet. <laughs> Why was he in a closet? He got blackout drunk and we had to beat him down. <laughs> yeah, blackout drunk on chocolate milk beer. I'm going to bring a level just in case. <laughs> I know he has a weakness to this. He's minus 10 to the level attack. <laughs> level seven plus 20 attack and plus 10 critical roll on him. You're such a fucking nerd. Um, yeah. Whatever, you brought it up first. <laughs> Dude, I did not. You did too. You said that he has a negative 10. <laughs> That's all I said. You had to add critical roles and shit. Well, dude. if you're going to bring it up, I'm going to make, I'm going to go in depth. That's you know, <laughs> how it works here. You know, whip out your D20. Now, it's pretty clear to me from listening to Kenny talk that he is a way bigger nerd than me and is not afraid to drop in a role playing reference anytime he can. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to talk about cops who called the cops on themselves, and then later on, we're going to discuss Kenny's baboon bodyguard assault force. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. Hello, I'm Megan, and I host Zombie Kitty Podcast. So what do I do? Well, I basically ramble about two different films twice a week, and then on the last Friday of each month, I do a behind-the-scenes episode. You can find me on SoundCloud and iTunes at Zombie Kitty Podcast, on Twitter, which is at ZKittyPodcast, and on my website, which is ZombieKittyPodcast.wordpress.com. But I hope to see you all soon. Bye! I don't have to fuck you up, Smokey. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. All right, Kenny, this week we're going to do a brand new commercial for Patreon. You've already been told, what, pa- you've already been told what Patreon is. Uh, I knew you, you were going to ask you me. You assume that I listen. Don't fucking ask me what Patreon is. Patreon is the place, patreon.com slash now let them older, where if they go there, give us money, donate oh. to the podcast every month. Yeah, give me some money. It's for now that I'm older. It's not for Kenny. There is no place to donate to Kenny. Don't try to donate directly to Kenny. Patreon.com, if you go there, we're going to give you things like stickers, T-shirts, unreleased content. We're also going to have Kenny do a shout-out where he talks about you directly, and he's going to do his best to make it as nice as possible. I'm not. We come for your daughter, Chuck. What up? This is Dina Marie, the host of the Twisted Philly podcast. There's more mischief, mayhem, and nefarious goings-on in the city of brotherly love than Billy Penn could have ever imagined. We've got it all here on the Twisted Philly podcast. True crime, haunted history, the coolest and creepiest places to visit. Welcome Welcome to to Twisted Philly. Philly. You don't have to be from Philadelphia or Pennsylvania, for that matter, to get into this show. You just need to like some seriously weird, twisted shit. 
plus listening to me gush about the places I love to go, the history I love to tell, and the really sick, twisted crimes we've had going on here since back in the Victorian era. So come sit a spell with me in the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. You can find me on iTunes and all the other major podcast apps. What are you doing out in the middle of nowhere? Well, I had to be at that there crossroads last midnight. Sell my soul to the devil. Well, ain't it a small world, spiritually speaking? Pete and Delmer just been baptized and saved. I guess I'm the only one that remains unaffiliated. This ain't no laughing matter, Everett. What'd the devil give you for your soul, Tommy? Well, he taught me to play this here guitar real good. Okay. So, in Toronto, apparently cops uh, had this big drug raid that they did, right? And they confiscate marijuana. They confiscate a whole lot of edibles and shit. Yeah, Toronto. Canadians. Why are Canadians? Canadians don't give a shit about pot. Americans Americans had. So, they... uh, Canada's usually pretty uh, lackadaisical on pot enforcement. That's surprising. Well, it was like a... um, Maybe they're trying to catch a trafficker or something. Yeah, I didn't get too deep into why they had done this shit. But when I saw the story... The headlines were really <laughs> and I'm basing me. my whole opinion on Canadians' outlook on pot based on the trailer park boys, so it may not be very accurate. Just for the <laughs> Everybody's not walking around drinking that. What did he have in his cup? Yeah, he had a whiskey in his hand in every shot of every episode. Even when the car wreck, he didn't spill that shit. <laughs> and, and like you would see him drink from it, but it always seemed like it stayed about the same full, like the same uh, fullness. Like mm-hmm. it was always. About he always had a drink. About a quarter of the way full. It was like a Coke, a Jack and Coke or something. Um, so I don't think it was Jack, dude. I think it was something way lower brow than that. It was probably wild turkey. I mean, it was something pretty bad. Probably but, Canadian mist. <laughs> so I wonder if Canadian mist is still called Canadian that's mist what in I, Canada. That's <laughs> is it just maybe called it's just mist? <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, the reason I pulled this story up is because there were two Toronto police officers that apparently ingested edibles, and they got so fucked up. In their car that Look, they had to call I, for had, EMS. I've eaten edibles and had to lay down before. Have you ever called the police? Dude, I would not call the police if, if like, there was a crime happening generally. So <laughs> definitely not calling the police if I spoke. If there's a crime happening, I'm going to shoot somebody. and Then I might call the police. <laughs> you might shoot somebody? If there's a crime happening, you're well, going to shoot somebody gonna, and then I'm call I'm only going to call the police because I want them to come and take a report so I don't get, you know, accused of being a killer. Really, I was a crime stopper. So, what you're like, saying is... Like, if you pick a place to rob and you rob my place of work, you done fucked up. Because so I have, like, six guns at work. So, my question is, is this before, And I have deputies. Before or after the pot edibles? So, are you going to be high on edibles while you're shooting people? Well, I shoot slower, but I shoot more accurate while I'm on edibles. Okay. I'm more focused, but I'm more I'm a little too focused. So, I hope there's only one dude if I'm on edibles. Just or maybe two. But if there's three or four... Like one or two of them might get a shot off, but at work that is why I have you know deputies. You have deputies. You have honorary deputies and shit. Yeah, I have two girls I have carrying. One black girl, one country white girl. So you have two people at work that are armed just in case anything pops off. Plus me. And you've told me, and before, I have like six guns at work. I have a gun up in the ceiling. I have a gun in my desk. I have my gun in my bag. Sometimes I wear that one. Why are you so well armed at the office? What are you expecting? You work in fucking Buckhead, dude. Why are you so well armed? Are you afraid of rich white people? What the fuck's wrong with you? Because I asked and they said yes. Can I bring an arsenal of weapons to work? Is that what you asked? Does your boss know how many guns you have? He used to have guns too, but somebody stole his because he didn't hide his good enough. 
Okay. He had some like classical ones too. It's sad. My question is, if an attack pops off, let's say you've got a gun. In, we have, up in the we, seat, we the have, uh, we have run drills so people know how to get out of the line of fire. Hold on. My question is, you said you get one in the ceiling, right? That's a, that's a backup. It's not for primary attacks. That's in case they are holding us hostage. <laughs> they get to drop on us and they lock us in like the back office. I have a gun up in the ceiling so I can free us and get us out. Okay. So let's, let's go back because I'm imagining it's a, you. It's a 38. I'm imagining you being like, <laughs> which normally right. I would consider a 38, a lady's pistol. <laughs> you better put that back in your purse. <laughs> that was a 25 that he said that about, by the way. This is a crotch gun. <laughs> was, yeah. That's why you carry a 25 for that. They fit, the 25s feel like toy guns. They really do. Um, 38s are pretty much, you know, I usually consider that a lady's pistol, but a nice lady's pistol is way better than like a 22 or a 25. Do you but, remember? Uh, do you remember the episode of The Office? Finish, goddamn it! Hold on. Do you remember the episode of The Office where Oscar's climbing up in the ceiling and falls through? That's what I'm imagining is going to happen during the Oscar. Situation. I was thinking it was uh, Andy, but whatever. No, it was Oscar. Definitely. He. I'm going to go get help when The Office got set on fire by Dwight. Oh, well, <laughs> and then Angela anyway, threw a cat in there. I have a yes. I have a ceiling gun, which is for hostage situations. It's a 38, which is normally a lady's gun, but for a backup, it's perfectly acceptable. I have my. Uh, I have a 45 in my desk, which stays under the bottom drawer in the back, like it'll, behind a false back. And then I carry my nine everywhere. You have a false back in your drawer. To Is this also for a hostage situation or just uh, in case they ask you to get a pencil? No, because my, my desk, I can get to that pretty quick. I, and I'm straight shot down the hall, looking down the hallway. So so I come to the front door, I can get them pretty quick. It's in case I don't want to go into my bag or in case somebody with body armor shows up. That's why I have the 45. 45 will penetrate better than a nine, but I do have federal hydroshocks in my nine. And that does, that's a murder bullet right there. Tonight at six man kills man in, in Halloween costume film. Why at six. would you come in my office in Halloween costume? You just dumb. Anyway, we have drills. So the front desk knows where to go to get out of the line of fire in case I get a penetrating bullet that goes through the big, you've told the story uh, where, you, where you, you run fucking drills and shit like that. And it still makes me think that you are full of shit. There's no way you're out there running drills with your, your employees, I think you might if have. If you had a guy at work who you knew was authorized to carry, wouldn't you want to know where he wants you not to stand in a situation where he might shoot somebody? No, I'd want him to leave his fucking guns at home and stop That's being an idiot. That's not up to you. You're we're, in fucking, we're in Buckhead. Yeah. He doesn't need to have a whole fucking litany of firearms. Even a minutes in a situation with a firearm could be too much. And if you're waiting on the police to get there, bam, 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 now you're penetrated. You ever want to be penetrated? <laughs> That's not what dudes get. Yeah, we don't want that. Dudes never want to be penetrated. Well, not straight dudes. Well, I, not this dude. I'll just put it that way. I used to have a coworker that would like you know t- turn down Mexican food every now and then, and then explain to us why. It, it never stops being kind of grody. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. He it. also we put braces on. Told us it made it hard for him to suck dick. Again, don't want to talk about it. Um, but that's fine. If I mean. That's fine. If you want to regulate gays to a life of silence for your comfort, that's fine. No, it's just the fact, it's just the fact that we've already talked about. This I don't know again. why they have to be gay out in public. Well, <laughs> maybe because they're gay. I, I remember being, I don't know a little, why you have to watch you kiss your fat wife in public either, but I do. I remember being a little kid and hearing my dad and my, uh, my mom, when the when people started being free and open with that shit in public, it was just like, oh, shit, huh? Oh my god! So shit! Huh? Oh my god! I can't believe that they would do that. I can't. My my dad would stop watching a television show if two dudes kissed on it, and I'm like, really? Is it is it a problem for you? Or 
I mean, that doesn't mean you have to kiss a dude. And now he showers with guys. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I can't say what I want to say. Yeah, you can. Don't be scared. Be a man. <laughs> They're going to save me to federal pay me in the ass prison. <laughs> Good old Tom. Don't be dropping those soap. Um. <laughs> hey, what's in those soap around her? No. I watched you wash. You ain't getting between your toes. Uh. <laughs> so anyway. You can give up the booty or I can take the booty. <laughs> One way or another, I'm going to have the booty. I like you and I want you. <laughs> um, I would have hit that motherfucker in the face right then. <laughs> She's been like, well, this is going down. It's going down with a fight. <laughs> I call you Chris Handsome. <laughs> so, Dude, as soon as that shit went down, I, it, it, right in the mouth. Bang. Let's go back to the police officer. You might fight me, but you ain't going to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, no. No. You're going to be too if, sore for it to be any good. <laughs> if we go to jail at any point, okay, if there's ever a time that I'm in prison for whatever it is, probably killing Kenny. But if there's ever a time that I'm in prison. Did you kill me in a dream, bitch? I, I get that you feel that way, but if I ever do have to go to prison for killing Kenny or whatever, it's probably going to be for calling the cops after eating edibles. <laughs> since you're a second amendment sissy and you don't carry your own protection. Um, no, I just don't. I, I, first off, I would feel really weird if I came into work and I saw you like throwing a gun into one of the ceiling tiles. Not, <laughs> how fuck? horrible would it be for you to have a, a hostage gun. If everybody saw you put it there, you're horrible at this. <laughs> That's why you wouldn't be on the security team at my office. You'd be on the bitch team. Shane's not on the security detail, guys. Don't tell him where the hostage gun is. You're, you're on B team. What's B stand for? Not bait. <laughs> now go down that hallway and see if anybody comes and jumps on you. So police sources told CBC Nazis News. Nazis could attack my office. My boss, my boss is Jewish. When would Nazis attack your That's office? That's probably why he lets me get away with this bullshit, too, by the way. That's probably why he lets us all carry guns because of his parents being Holocaust survivors. He's very big on the Second Amendment, despite being liberal in most other ways. I, it doesn't this whole Second Amendment thing. Like, I, I don't give a shit who's got a gun. I don't give a shit when they have a gun and all that stuff. But I would feel really weird if well, I well, if, if if like a large percentage of your genetic pool had been wiped out by concentration camps by government run amok, you may be a little bit more, you know, encouraged for more, everyone to carry. I, mean, I am Indian and shit. Know, there was plenty of the shit first, that happened to the fucking Cherokees. The first Cherokees. thing that happened in Nazi Germany is they made it illegal to own guns. <laughs> they were like, hey, if we take away their guns, we can pretty much do whatever the fuck we want to them. Well, that was also before the internet. And before let's be very shows. clear. There's nothing about hunting in the Second Amendment. Not even a little bit. I love the episode of Family Guy where they talk about... Uh, do you think we should clarify the Second Amendment a little bit better? And he goes, no. And everybody everybody in, everybody in their home is able to have a pair of bear arms. How much clearer can we be? <laughs> My thing is, everybody until recently, everybody's like, how far-fetched is it that we may have to stand up to our government? And now on CNN, they're running articles about, will the Secretary of Defense stand up to the President over the Constitution? So now it's not so far-fetched all of a sudden, because I don't see Donald Trump giving up power. Whether it's two years from now or six years from now, so you think he's going to basically like fortify the White House and be like, "No, I am Emperor Trump." Uh, I think he's already starting that. Just like he'll release the Republican memos, but not the Democratic ones. So you think that he's trying to become Emperor Palpatine? 
I don't think he's that clever. I think he's trying to like do like his buddy Putin did in Russia, where he just has like a everybody knows, but they pretend they're still a democracy. <laughs> Russia is the one country in the world where everybody's like, "Yeah, we're gonna have yeah, he's elections. a dictator, but we have food now, so <laughs> we're gonna have Putin's not stupid. He took over when there was no food. He provided the food. And now nobody gives a shit that he's the dictator because they're like, well, again, food." <laughs> He's not drunk in his office, passed out like Boris was. So. I personally feel like we need to go back to Cold War Russia so we can get awesome movies like Rocky IV. I don't know. I don't think that flies anymore. What? Fighting Russians? No. Propaganda films masquerading as just normal movies. Like, obviously, somebody paid Sylvester Stallone from the federal government when he was making that movie. I don't think so at all. I think it was it was him overcoming not. the odds. Of course not. That's why his, that one doesn't stand out of all the other Rocky movies. It's a totally different kind of plot or totally different, like, like you know, much bigger movie for, um, I don't know why, kind of like Top Gun. It's a really big movie that promotes the military. <laughs> None of those got federal grants, I assure you. No, dude. It was all completely legit. Okay? Rocky was a completely legit mm-hmm. movie. Sure. Where... He had to go fight. It was not because he was Russian. It was because he killed his best friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. When Apollo Creed died, everything ended for Rocky right there. And it wasn't about America versus Russia. Sure. It was about Rocky. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So Kenny, I noticed that uh, we got so far off track with our last topic that we never actually covered the story I brought up in the very first place about the we cops. We did talk about my ceiling. We did talk about your ceiling gun, but what we didn't talk about was the fact that there are two Canadian cops that basically, it's not clear if they stole evidence or if they just kind of... I got high as shit off some edibles recently. If they just happened to have edibles or whatever? It was Captain Crunch uh, cereal bar edibles, and they were dope. Well, these two cops, did you call the cops? Did you get so fucked up that you had to call the cops? Getting fucked up and calling the cops do not go together. That's like, (laughs) in my world, that's just ignorant. (laughs) <laughs> so these two guys were in their police cruiser. I have laid in the bed and cried though because I was too high. <laughs> these two guys, edibles will fuck you up, and you don't realize it because they take forever. And the next thing you know, you're all like, "Oh, there they are!" And then you remember that you ate three more of those cookies because you didn't think they were work- working. And then the next thing you know, you're in your bed hiding under your blanket, going, "I don't like this anymore." <laughs> Because animals last a really long time. So I'm imagining that's probably what happened with the guys in fucking uh, so, the, the cops sitting in their fucking probably, sitting in their they, car. They weren't experienced. I'm experienced. And now I've learned just to go hide under the blanket <laughs> and wait it out. Everything will be fine. Well, the fucked um, up part is one of their uh, – they called the cops. So another cop shows up. And because they're obviously in Canada and it's cold as fuck up there, he slips on some ice and like gets a concussion and shit while trying to save these other two cops. So they thought they were going to be able to sweep this under the rug and shit. It's kind of Keystone ass cops I got up there. <laughs> fucking three stooges in the fucking Toronto Police Department over here. So two you- of them high on edibles and one slipping around on ice trying to get to them. They're probably watching going, he's a ballerina. <laughs> I'm imagining like the Benny Hill music going on as all this is happening and shit. Or the circus music. Stop, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> the whole scene. I was like, why? He's all sliding around. So, yeah. Um, Stop, Kenny. Jesus. So I did have another story that I did want to bring up. That I just couldn't get over the fact. That There's the whole edible story that you guys <laughs> missed. Ceiling guns was way better, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. 
Well, the, I try to save y'all from these things. The other uh, story that I did have brought up that I wanted to talk about today was uh, a zoo in Paris had to evacuate everybody out of it because 50 baboons escaped their enclosure. <laughs> there was one baboon that started all this. I guarantee you. He was all like, hey, hey, y'all, today is the day. Today is our day. There was one baboon in the baboon enclosure giving the Independence Day speech. <laughs> this will <laughs> be our it. Independence Day. Today we rise. Paris must fall. He had had half his face painted blue, riding a horse. They probably like broke out and immediately just kind of chilled and licked their balls. I'm imagining this this baboon though, like because I imagine all permates that can't lick their balls. Maybe he had like the fucking eye black on or something like that, like some sort of tribal war paint. He was like, "All right, as soon as they open the gate, we're making our fucking that." Or they just wanted some more fruit. (laughs) They may have just wanted some more fruit. That's possible too. So apparently, yeah, somebody got fired. Oh yeah. <laughs> so apparently the uh, the animals escaped early in the afternoon, but they were never in any contact with the public. So they never like ran amok and like were killing people or anything like that. Which <laughs> when I first hear this story, I'm imagining people getting ripped to shreds by a bunch of angry. That baboons. kind of shit happens in Asia all the time, where people get ripped to shreds by baboons. I, no, it's usually tigers and shit that get loose. Like just recently, a tiger got loose and attacked one of the keepers over there. I just, and, uh, that's got to be one of the top 10 worst ways to die. Getting getting being, ripped to shreds being, by a tiger? Fuck that. Shoot on like a tiger toy. <laughs> yeah, dude, and being I remember alive. a video of this happening in China. A guy jumped in because he was trying to commit suicide, which, dude, that's not the way to do it. But he jumped in and you watch the video and the tiger basically just strolls up because the tiger knows it's, this is his game. <laughs> He's not in a hurry. He kind of looks at the guy for a long time, just kind of like staring at him. And then, yeah. <laughs> he basically bites him on the back of the head, drags him around for a minute until they say, until they turn the cameras off because it got weird. <laughs> I would think it got weird but way before guy, then. This, in my head, <laughs> I hear him. Because literally the tiger's like from me to you, to him. And they're like eye level because the guy's like sitting there like being depressed. And the tiger's basically looking at him like, you know, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> so he didn't move or try to jump and run or People anything? were throwing shit at the tiger and the tiger's like, I'm a fucking tiger. You can throw your own fucking cups and your sandals. Because sandals in China. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to eat this dude. This dude's going to be Tiger Snacks in just about five minutes. I'm going to stare at him first, though, so he understands how bad he fucked up. So basically, the cat did, ex- the big cat did exactly what regular cats do. Yes, yeah, like, so just hey. fucked with him for a minute, like, hey, I'm about to fuck your whole day up. Yeah, you're a die. Did he, do- <laughs> did he do the crouch thing where he walked off? No, it basically walked over and just bit him on the neck and dragged him off and then killed him. It was like the tiger was never like real excited about it. Was it a keeper that, or was it like a dude? No, somebody him? jumped the enclosure. It was a suicidal. It was a suicide guy, which again, this got to be the worst way to commit suicide ever. There's got to be better ways. Like, dude. All you got to do Jesus. is park your car in the garage and let the carbon monoxide put you out. I mean, not mauled by tiger is not the way I want to go. No, dude, I want to go quietly in my sleep or some shit. If I'm going to do something like I that, I want to die like, from Zuzu, but whatever. From what? You don't know what dying from Suzu is? No. You didn't watch a lot of family or uh, Futurama, did you? No. <laughs> you look it up later. <laughs> um, most of the the crazy um, baboon story that I was reading, the only line that really stuck out because the whole idea. I of- bet a baboon could bite the shit out of you. They have the big ass teeth. Imagine fifty baboons red on the run. Imagine, I bet they moon you a lot too if they bite you. Like if a bunch of baboons beat your ass, I bet they rub their butt on your face. The whole story, I read through the whole thing. There's one line oh, that really worse, sticks being out. Bitter that big red ass being pushed on your face. Toss my salad, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the line that, that that jumps out is, 
Um, all the baboons have been caught except for four potentially very aggressive large baboons. You <laughs> oh catch the so, four of the most important baboons to catch. So there's 46 baboons that were all like chilling, eating some fruit, you know, hanging out, maybe playing board games and shit. And there's four of them that are wearing like leather jackets and smoking cigarettes. Say, there's like four of them that are involved in French games now. <laughs> exactly. They're fucking got switchblades because, you know, those are very playing popular on, with baboons. Playing on fucking Robin Tourist and fucking doing some taking shit where they fucking sell some bitches into fucking slavery. And suddenly it's a fucking clockwork orange with fucking baboons and shit. And they're like, dude, we're taking down all the tourists. All these fucking tourists are going down. <laughs> I wonder if baboons are eligible to join ISIS. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they have any monkey rules in Muslim law. Um, the other don't like pigs. Pork's Bab- out, but monkey may be fine. What? You talking about Islam? Pigs Islam, are not allowed. Pigs are dirty animals. They're not just eating. They don't want them around. Period. So they won't. They won't have any pigs in ISIS. I mean, having cats and dogs is even frowned on in Islam. Why is that? Cats less so because they're filthy. In their logical world. They're in their filthy and illogical world. So you think that the four baboons that are still on the loose are probably joining ISIS? Is that what you I don't think or? anything. I was questioning whether or not they were eligible to join ISIS. And then I would form a thought from there. But I don't have enough information. Well, I mean, do you, maybe. But I mean, to... imagine how much damage a baboon could do with an AK-47. I mean, <laughs> Like this takes pal paws in a totally different direction. Now we, we need pal paws more than ever because <laughs> we have no shot, but cats might be able to fight off the armed baboons. <laughs> so now there are four large, very potentially dangerous baboons. Jack, get um, your regiment together. So they're on the loose and they're obviously going to well, grab France. an army. It's France. They'll probably, you know, start turning to douchebags. Start, start, wearing, <laughs> start wearing berets and eating brunch and yeah, shit. Once they, once, once they get involved in French society, they ain't going to be so tough anymore. So, I mean, I don't know. Surrendering ass baboon. <laughs> you don't know. This could be a whole I'll new I'll just go leaf. get a couple of German baboons and we'll shut this shit down. You don't know. This could be a whole new leaf for the baboons, okay? this They could be, take France in a totally different Again, direction. It could be, or I could just go get a couple of fucking... German baboons and, or, you know, like Vietnamese or any other country who's not taking France's shit. I don't think anybody really... France is so sissified that they have a whole legion of soldiers from other countries. That's their best troops. Are you serious? I didn't know you that. you heard of the French Foreign Legion? Yeah, I've heard of the French That's Foreign Legion. That's why they're called the Foreign Legion. They're foreigners. I didn't know that that was like their best fighters and shit like That's that. That's like though. their version of the Navy SEALs. So, so they don't... <laughs> Yes. Their best, <laughs> their best warriors aren't French at all. I didn't design the system, man. This sounds like it's a I Chuck guarantee Nor- it's, it sounds like a Chuck Norris movie where I he has to go. I guarantee you right now most French people don't have stealing guns. <laughs> um <laughs> this episode should be stealing guns. <laughs> do you think um that there's a possibility that these baboons may take over the foreign legion? I think there's a possibility that if they showed that kind of initiative, I'd try to work with them. <laughs> I would be like, I need these baboons on my side. I think, first off, any type of an ape that's angry with you in any way whatsoever. Yeah, we'll be angry about- at me. I ain't trying to front, front punt no ape. That's different than a <laughs> goose altogether. <laughs> um, monkeys are quick, man. You can't fuck with no monkeys. Monkey, ape, doesn't matter to me. I give a fuck whether it's a gorilla, a baboon, a chimpanzee, one of those little fucking spider monkeys. Apes and monkeys are different animals. 
I understand that. What I'm saying is baboons are monkeys. I understand They're that. Large by monkeys. What I'm getting at is chimpanzees are apes. Is ape monkey doesn't fucking matter to me. We okay? would be on the ape side of the tube. Quick, fast, stronger than me, smart. Not those big eyed monkeys. Though. Those big eyed monkeys. I bet they're bitches. The ones with the big giant eyes. They're like, <laughs> I bet you punch one of those and it'd be like, hey. <laughs> Why the fuck would you want to punch a monkey, dude? Because the baboons told me to. <laughs> they were like, you'll see this apple over there, he's a bitch. <laughs> so now you're taking orders from your baboon overlords? Is that what's happening? We were bonding. Um, If you're he carrying fucking out- around. Next week you show up here and I have some baboons, you'd be you're singing a different tune. I wouldn't be a ceiling gun if I had that. <laughs> um. Why does it smell? For example, I saw a video the other day. It was a nature documentary. Uh-huh. It was in Africa. And they were in the city. And this dude had a fucking uh, jackal. Not a jackal. A hyena. Like, just chilling with him on a rope. Like, on a leash. And nobody was fucking with that dude. You know why? Because he got a fucking hyena. <laughs> the thing was huge. Hyenas are basically a different version of dogs. Um, so, I can imagine. There's, this is weird, though. There's, like, this whole city. They feed the hyenas every night. Like there's people whose job is to feed the hyenas, and they've been doing this in the city since the 1500s. Why? Why the fuck would you? So keep the bad hyenas? Food, so the hyenas won't eat their livestock, and these hyenas don't fuck with their livestock because they come to the city every night. And some of these motherfuckers hand feed these motherfuckers. You could feed them with a stick if you're a tourist. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I would feed a hyena. That'd be awesome. Fuck that, dude. This this screen. First off, again, these are not your normal hyenas. These are like you know. These are partially fucking domesticated. domesticated but hold on. This screams <laughs> a video people are going to see on YouTube of me getting mauled by a hyena, okay? Because imagine the, the safety podcast precautions. numbers would soar, dude. You pick one for the team here. If I get mauled, Shane gets mauled by a hyena. Kenny almost got mauled, but his baboon bodyguards saved him. So. He was heard gloating to Shane as he was being carried off. Told you to get some baboons. He's a. He's being protected by this new bodyguard company called Four Large Angry Baboons. <laughs> <laughs> they wear berets. It's almost as if they're French. <laughs> I can only imagine, like, you pushing me down as a hyena comes towards me. <laughs> could you imagine, like, somebody walking up to me too quickly and, like, a baboon jumps in front and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, bitch. Get past my baboon guard. <laughs> now imagine a baboon in a fucking three-piece suit. <laughs> walking around with sunglasses on with an earpiece. We've already got a monkey in a suit for a cover. We can't use that. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. What you should do is gangster apes. get the fucking Reservoir Dogs picture and just put <laughs> fucking baboons in the, in the suit. gangster apes and bodyguard baboons. Things get weird over here now that I'm older, folks. <laughs> All I know is Kenny's going to have four baboon bodyguards. We're going to show up to do live shows and shit at some place, and he's going to be like, um... Those are the four baboons of the apocalypse. <laughs> Those are the four baboons. See that skinny one over there? That's famine. <laughs> <laughs> He'll fuck you up and steal your food. Because he's hungry. <laughs> yeah, if we don't want to fuck with pestilence, he throws poop. <laughs> Monkeys would be a natural for the pestilence role. I would not um, hang out with you anymore if you had baboon bodyguards. I'm, I'm being honest with you. If I came over here... And Probably a, shouldn't. <laughs> there's a good possibility poop's going to get thrown at me, and it, it's going to end our friendship. Only if you step out of line. <laughs> it's going to end our friendship that why, day. Why does he have his hand behind his back and looking at me all the time? I was like, I told him to be ready for you. <laughs> I told him you're high potential target. 
He's got some really runny poop he's got ready for you. Yeah. What? He ain't, he ain't Mexican last night on purpose. I'm leaving, Kenny. He's a very responsible baboon. He I'm leaving, like Kenny. <laughs> he had kimchi. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, I'm going home. (laughs) You're not going home. You're here. Well, you're going home out of my home. No, I'm not. I'm going to stay here until I'm done. You're done. sucker right back in the eye and you remember what old jack burton always says at a time like that have you paid your dues jack yes sir the check is in the mail